Welcome to Basie Destination I Do's, where we explore the magic of Basie brides and grooms saying I do in royal palaces in India, Italian landscapes, Spanish haciendas, luxurious resorts overlooking crystal clear sea lines anywhere in the world, and so much more. I'm Mevi, founder of Mevi Ephraim Destinations, a luxury destination wedding and event planning boutique. I'm joined here by my co-host and creative partner, Ailea. We are bringing you a podcast dedicated to Desi destination wedding planning. We'll share stories, tips, and unforgettable moments that ignite your wanderlust and wedding dreams. Whether you're a bride or groom planning your Desi destination wedding, a fellow creative in the industry, or simply curious, we hope you find this journey informative and enjoyable. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our second episode on Desi Destination I Do's podcast. Today, we're discussing about planning Desi Destination weddings in Italy. I'm your host, Mevi. And I'm Ailea, your co-host. Thrilled to dive into this topic with you today, Mevi. You know, when you think of Italy, it's impossible not to imagine fairy tales, magic, and romance. 100% Ailea, and that's precisely why Italy is a top choice for couples. Today, I want to share my number one tip and other important details for planning a Desi destination wedding in Italy. As a destination wedding planner, my number one tip is to choose your destination first and foremost. Italy is absolutely beautiful no matter where, but it can be very different from the north to the south. Very true. So for a couple who already has a location in mind, like say they want to get married in Italy and that's all they know, how can they determine if it's the ideal place to host their Indian wedding, especially with a guest list of 200 or more? To determine whether a location is ideal for your wedding, start with the following. Are there enough accommodations for your guest? Do the wedding venues have the capacity and the resources to host such large events? Is there access to Indian catering? How far is the nearest airport? Is it a short 40 minute drive or a longer two to three hour journey? These considerations will help you determine if your chosen destination is well equipped to host a large Indian wedding. It can also influence your budget. For instance, more accommodations may mean more transportation for your guests or the potential need to bring in an Indian chef from nearby cities. This is also something where you have to double check if the venue where you're having the wedding will even allow an outside chef to come in. These are all excellent points. Some things that a couple planning a wedding may not think about right away. It's essential to ensure all the logistical aspects align with your vision. Also, it's not just about the resources, it's about the experience for your guests too. Exactly, Ailea. While a destination may have all the necessary resources to host a large Indian wedding, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best location for you or your multi-generational family traveling from all over the world. So my top tip is this. Before you fall in love with a venue or an idea, narrow down the location first and foremost. That makes a lot of sense for a destination wedding. When it comes to hosting a South Asian wedding in Italy or any other country, what other considerations should brides and grooms have in mind, considering the cultural differences and traditions? Our weddings are known for being, you know, vibrant, 
colorful, full of music, loud, and just full of life. So it's important to find out from the venues what the rules are for playing music, let's say during the barat, which can sometimes take place pretty early in the morning. Um, or what about those colorful smoke bombs that you sometimes see? Can those be allowed? How late can music be played during a sangeet night or the wedding reception? When we're dealing with South Asian, we could be doing a Muslim wedding, a Sikh wedding, it could be a Hindu or a Christian or Catholic or any other religion. So it's very important to find out from early on if the venues and the local vendors have the right resources to host your wedding ceremony. For Hindu wedding ceremonies especially, it's crucial to ask if open fire or fire in general can be allowed during the wedding ceremony. You know, a lot of these venues are older. There's a lot of history involved, a lot of sentiments involved. So don't be surprised if fire is not allowed at all. That's why it's very important to, you know, check at the very beginning of the planning process. Those are all essential points to consider, Mevi, to ensure a smooth planning process and to avoid last-minute surprises that could cause stress to everyone involved. Precisely. And this is also where having a destination wedding planner can be super helpful. They can educate you about a particular location or a venue and help navigate through all the planning and logistics. There are many moving parts to planning a destination wedding. And with Indian weddings, there's a lot more to consider. When would you say is the best time to have a wedding in Italy? April to October is a good time frame and um, just happens to be more popular. However, do keep in mind that during the summer months, it's peak season and it can get quite crowded. Prices will most likely be higher. And don't forget the weather can get pretty hot. This can be especially challenging for outdoor ceremonies or events, um, you know, with guests wearing heavy and elaborate Indian outfits. And the other thing to consider is that you know, fortunately, unlike us, Europeans do take vacations and during the summer um, or end of the summer, you may find that there are limited vendors available due to their own time off. So um, definitely, you know, keep some of these points in mind when you start planning your wedding in Italy. You mentioned at the beginning of this episode that Italy is a top destination choice for couples. How far in advance should a couple start planning? We have seen weddings where the planning started two to three years in advance and some were planned and executed, um, you know, executed in less than one year. If the couples aren't like going for uh, the peak season or some of the very popular locations or venues, 18 to 12 months um, could be a good time frame. Would you recommend that brides and grooms visit their location and venues before their wedding? Um, yes, absolutely. If it if it allow if their schedule and other consideration allows it, um, I definitely recommend that they should. And if not, both of them, at least one of them, should go visit and not only visit the wedding venues, but if they're staying somewhere else where the wedding's not taking place, um, they should definitely check out their accommodations as well. Well, I think we've shared some great tips and some really valuable information. For anyone thinking of what Italy for their uh, destination wedding, this episode will definitely give them a head start in their planning process. As we start to wrap up, Mevi, what are your top location recommendations for an Indian wedding in Italy? Oh my gosh, Elia, it's so hard to choose. Um, 
when we're talking about Italy. That being said, if it's a very large wedding that we're dealing with, the choices do become a bit limited. And that's when we see that Tuscany and Florence tend to be on the top of the list. Um, for smaller weddings, Lake Como is an excellent choice. Although I would like to say that many of the venues in Lake Lake Como do not offer on-site accommodations. So for some of the couples, you know, they like that, that they are able to do their events at different location. And for some couples, they feel like um, it's an inconvenience, you know, to their guests. So it really depends on the couple. And as much as I love, love Amalfi Coast, when we're dealing with a lot of elderly guests like grandparents, I try not to recommend it due to uh, just the logistical challenges of getting there. One other destination that I would like to just put it out there is Puglia. Um, and it's for so many reasons, you know, we're talking about uh, breathtaking landscapes, whether someone is looking for white sand beach, seaside views, vineyards, they'll find something. Their food is incredible. Um, and they have very unique location and venues that you can get married at. they have these masserias which are basically um fortified farmhouses which have been turned into luxury resorts so if a couple is looking for a very luxurious unique experience um they should definitely look into Puglia and you know from villas and castle i mean i can just go on and on you'll definitely find something um you know for everyone and Honestly, like I just cannot wait for the right opportunity to um, do a wedding there. I know you are. I know you're excited to go to Puglia. <laughs> so dear listeners, that concludes today's episode. Before we part ways, I would like to share one more piece of advice. When planning a wedding in Italy or any destination outside of your home city or country, please remember to be respectful and understanding of the local culture. Each country has its unique approach, way of life, and work-life balance that may be different from what we're accustomed to. Just because we're used to a certain pace or lifestyle doesn't mean we should expect the same in return. It's important to approach the process with patience, mutual respect, and appreciation. Be kind when dealing with local vendors, hotel representatives, or anyone involved in your wedding planning journey. They are just as enthusiastic, and believe me, they are, about bringing a vision to life, even if it may be at their own pace. To all the brides and grooms listening, if you're considering a daisy destination wedding in Italy and have questions, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you and answer your questions. You can visit us on our website, at mevifrimdestinations.com or come find us on Instagram, which is at mevifrimdestinations. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Daisy Destination I Do's podcast. We hope our words have inspired you to create your perfect Daisy Destination wedding. Follow us on Instagram at mevifrimdestinations. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And if you can leave us a review, that would be great. Stay connected with us on social media for ongoing inspiration and updates. Until we meet again, keep the magic and dreams alive, and may your wedding day be the fairy tale you have always envisioned. <laughs>